Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome, everybody, another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today we have a really cool guest. His name is Ian McHenry, and he is the co-founder and president of a pricing application for vacation rentals. Ian, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jasper. So, Ian, could you give our listeners a quick introduction to yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, again, thanks for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. Love what you're doing there. Um, we, uh, I'm working on a product called Beyond Pricing. Um, and it basically does automatic, data-driven, uh, dynamic pricing for your Airbnb. Um, and so what that means is, you know, I know a lot of the folks that listen to your podcast have Airbnbs and often, you know, and you write about in your book too, that one of the big things they struggle with is, hey, how do I price my place? Um, and even if you figure out this is the right average price for it, things change a lot. Um, you know, you'll have occupancy levels in the winter be half of what they are in the summer. Um, and so there's a lot of pain that goes into figuring out when to increase prices, when to decrease prices, all of those sorts of things. And most folks with Airbnbs are just individuals. So you don't really have the time to dig into all this data, figure all this out, do all the math and whatnot. So Beyond Pricing does that for you and automatically posts those to your Airbnb to help you maximize your revenue. Right. And the reason why I really like this application is because, first of all, it's... Uh, it, like you said, it's hard to define the optimal price. Pricing is one of the more complicated aspects of the of running an Airbnb listing. Well, first of yep. all, how do you define a a starting price? And secondly, how do you vary that price uh, according to demand? Yep. So, so I think it's I think it's a really useful uh, tool. So let's let's dive into the algorithm a little bit more. Sure. Um, what what kind of factors do you use to to define what the price should be? Yeah, so we do sort of two things, and you mentioned them um, right off the bat, which is one, figuring out what your kind of average price or what we call base price should be, um, and two is figuring out how to vary that. Um, so first, on the base price, um, most folks do the normal thing, which is they go and they look at a bunch of similar listings in their neighborhood, same number of bedrooms, what's kind of nice, those sorts of things. And they get kind of a ballpark number, right? So if you have a one bedroom in Amsterdam um, in a certain neighborhood, you look at ones around there and you say, hey, uh, it seems like the average price for these is 150 euros a night. Um, we let you go ahead and do that. Um, that's pretty easy. Everyone can do it. It only takes a couple of minutes. Um, once you have that price, um, what you want to see is, you know, am I um, booking up enough or am I booking up too much? Um, because once you pick a price, you know, as I tell everyone, the easiest way to be 100% booked 
uh, all of the time is to charge one dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will guaranteed be completely full all the time. Um, and so what a lot of people do on Airbnb is they underprice their place um, because, uh, and that leads to them being full, you know, two, three months ahead of time. Um, and that works, especially if you're fairly risk averse and you're okay with making less as long as, you know, you're completely full. Um, what we do is we, we know from our data from both, um, People who are using our platform, as well as data from Airbnb and from other sites, uh, when demand comes in, i.e., when are people actually booking Airbnbs, so that you can know, shoot, am I uh, booking too quickly or am I booking too slow? Right. Um, one interesting thing in, in San Francisco, for instance, is that 50% of all bookings on Airbnb come in the last 30 days. Uh, so if you're booked up two months in advance, uh, you were probably the guy that was underpriced, right? They probably booked you because you were the best deal out there. Um, and you closed yourself off to all of this demand that's coming in in those last 30 days. Um, so what we do is we tell you, hey, this is how quickly you should be booked this many of days out. And we tell you uh, what percentage of your next 30, 60, and 90 days are booked and what you should be. And if mm-hmm. you are overbooked, you know, if you have um, too many of your nights already filled, then we recommend that you raise your price, say, 10%, that 150 euros that you are charging. Um, If you are pretty empty, we recommend that you lower that price. Um, And that helps you kind of figure out exactly what that right base price is. Um, Because the difference between Airbnbs and hotels is that every Airbnb is unique, right? Mm -hmm. There's all these different factors going in there. You might have stainless steel appliances. You might be in a better part of the neighborhood. And um, with a hotel, it's kind of you have a king-size bedroom uh, in a three-star, four-star, five-star hotel. Um, So finding that right base price that says, oh, I am a three-star apartment um, is what our goal is um, by telling you sort of where you sit on that booking curve. Um, and so that's like a big challenge for a lot of folks is like that ah, because, you know, they will not have realized, hey, my 150 euro place, uh, a night place can actually book up fairly well at 175 euros on average. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we have that kind of great base price for you, then we bring in a bunch of data um, on, you know, um, availability of other Airbnbs, flight data, weather data any bit of data that can help us predict demand uh, for your unit in your neighborhood. Um, And that will tell us, say, for a big event, um, whether or not to increase your price 50% or 100%. Um, One of the things that we see a lot of uh, hosts uh, is, with a lot of hosts is, you know, the really savvy hosts know, hey, there's this big event coming into town. I'm going to increase my prices. Mm-hmm. The problem is they don't know how much they should increase their prices. So they either increase them too little or they increase them too much. They might say, oh, the event's in town. I'm going to triple my rates. And then they never get booked. Or they might say, oh, I'll increase it 25%. In reality, they could have actually doubled their rates. And so we determine exactly how much you should be increasing or decreasing those rates based on the demand and the number of people that are coming in to sort of book Airbnbs. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I, I really like this idea. I know how difficult it is to to do this, and it's I mean I, it's it's impossible, right? Because you're you're an Airbnb host. You're not a ma- mathematician. You don't right. have all that data 
in, in place that to to use to calculate all this stuff so it's i think it's it's a great uh, service that can be really helpful and, and what i like as well is that it takes a lot of time to keep updating the calendar like what i do yeah. is i you know i use a lot of the factors that that you mentioned yeah um to to vary my price uh, which means that almost every day I have to go through my calendar and and make little changes to prices, and it's just yep. uh, it's just a big hassle. So, yeah, um, and and Beyond Pricing's application connects to the Airbnb listing, so it's totally completely up up to uh, automated. Is it correct? Right, exactly. Um, and so we actually see that even just the time savings alone uh, mm -hmm. makes the product worth it for people. Um, right. That time to go every day uh, really kind of adds up. Um, and we actually used to manage about 50 properties in San Francisco ourselves. Um, and that's how we kind of developed the product. Um, right. I had previously done revenue management or dynamic pricing for major hotels and airlines, um, you know, the, the big ones around the world as a management consultant. Um, uh -huh. And we had access to, I mean, these are, you know, billion dollar companies. And they would have 50 people in their company just working on setting prices for their hotels. And they were using incredibly sophisticated software and all these sorts of things, using a lot of the same data that we actually use for Beyond Pricing. Um, but when I switched over and started working on vacation rentals or Airbnbs, um, nothing like that existed. Um, and nobody had access to sort of all this type of data. Um, and so that's kind of why we, why we developed it. Um, the secondary benefit that you mentioned there too about being able to update automatically and, and you mentioned this is that if you want to rank well on Airbnb, you need to have an up-to-date calendar. Mm -hmm. um, and since our software updates prices every single night, you will always have a, the most updated calendar you can have on Airbnb's algorithm for showing right. how high you should rank there. So it just kind of has this nice side benefit that you'll rank higher because your calendar is being updated every single day automatically. Mm -hmm. Great. So that's a little extra bonus. Is, is yep. this, is, does this only work for Airbnb or also for the other uh, platforms? Um, so right now it only works for Airbnb. Um, we have a private beta going on right now with HomeAway, um, and we have uh, a special sort of trial that we're doing with them. Um, and that should be live hopefully in the next month or two. Um, and then we are going to roll out to every major platform as well. Um, as, and we're going to create sort of an API. So if there are folks with smaller um, platforms, um, they can just simply link in to our API and it will update prices on whatever uh, channel they want. Great. That sounds, that sounds really good. Um, where, where is Beyond Pricing currently available? Yeah. Uh, so we're available now in uh, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, Miami, Seattle, and Austin. Uh, in the next day or two, we'll be live in New York and Los Angeles. Um, and then after that, we'll be hopefully quickly rolling out the next 100 largest cities around the globe. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes a little bit of, it takes a little bit of work um, just because we're gathering massive amounts of data um, and crunching all of that data and then testing it on a couple of our private um, beta customers in each of these new cities to make sure that we are um, recommending the very best rates. We don't just take it lightly to, to roll out a city um, and start recommending prices for you. Right. 
So yeah, I'm really excited uh, to try it. My listing is in Amsterdam, so I'll probably have, yes. to, have to wait a little while. But I it's first on our list for Europe. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, I, I definitely know a lot of people in Amsterdam who are uh, also very excited to to start using this. Yeah, yeah. Amsterdam is a great uh, city. We see a lot of demand there from people, um, and they really kind of, as you know, embraced. Airbnb and embraced um, this kind of accommodation. Um, and we actually see a lot of demand uh, both for Airbnb and from hosts uh, in Europe, um, simply because I think people in Europe we see are, are more open to this type of accommodation. Um, and it's traditionally been, you know, a lot smaller hotels as well uh, in Europe than in the U.S., um, and so, uh, you know, the idea of not staying at a Hilton or a Westin or a Hyatt um, is more amenable to travelers in Europe than we see in the U.S. Um, so we're excited to sort of finally get to that market that I think is actually Airbnb's core market now. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to that. What's yeah. the, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the pricing? Yes. Uh, so we are going to soon be coming out of beta. We've been completely free for everyone um, since we launched back in June. Uh, we will be turning on pricing, uh, ironically, <laughs> uh, in hopefully a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be a simple flat 1% of revenues. Um, and so whatever bookings you get for that month, we just charge you 1%. Um, we talked to a lot of hosts and um, that sort of seemed like the right amount and the thing that made the most sense for them. Um, simply because you have people with, you know, a, just a spare bedroom or a couch, you know, who are maybe only charging $50 or 50 euros a night. And then you have other people with big three-bedroom places that are 450 a night. So it made more sense to make it really affordable for those smaller hosts as well. Mm -hmm. um, and what we see is uh, we've looked at it and for the, we see revenue increases of 10 to 40%. Um, so... Hopefully taking just 1% of that makes sense to folks. Um, it's really kind of neat to show someone how much they made that month and then just show them a small fee for beyond pricing. Um, and the 10% is from the people that are probably more like you, Jasper, that are like already very sophisticated um, in changing their prices every single day, uh, you know, researching events, putting a lot of work into this. Um, for them, we see a minimum, like the, the lowest amount we've actually seen increase is 10%. Um, and then for the 40%, that's the guy that charges one rate all the time right. every single day of the year. Um, so it's exciting that we're able to do that. When I used to do it for hotels and airlines, you know, these big major public companies, uh, we would get them 5% increases and we would make their earnings reports. It was like huge news if we were able to increase their revenue 5%. Right. So it's exciting to be able to do much more for people with Airbnbs and vacation rentals. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely believe that because when I look at listings, and I, I do this quite a lot where I, I just go through a bunch of, of listings just to, uh, just to understand and see what people are doing with their listings, and yep. the number one thing that I no always notice is the, the the pricing. A lot of people they set one price for every single day of the year, yep. and um, and you're missing out on a lot of revenue if you're if you're doing that. And I think yep. the reason why people are doing it is because they simply aren't sure how to do it differently. Yeah, 
I mean, if you ask me before I got into this business, you know, uh, how big of a low season December is for Chicago, I would have had no clue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so it's, it's not really a matter of anybody's, uh, you know, it's just being familiar with, with this and devoting your time to it. And most people, especially like your audience, are looking to um, make the most from their listings and also mm -hmm. automate it. Right. right. Um, and if, you know, if I had the perfect setup, you know, I would use, I know you've had Guesty on, um, service, something like that, that can just automate dealing with the cleaners and the, and the, uh, inquiries and all that sort of stuff. And then on the other side, use beyond pricing to sort of optimize your pricing for those places so that you're doing less work and making more money. Exactly. And, and that's, I, I definitely really like that. I am using Guesty myself, which uh, for those who aren't familiar with it, it's like a, a personal Airbnb assistant and they, uh, they do all the messaging uh, for you. So, so yeah, you use Guesty for that. You use Beyond Pricing for your pricing and then yep. you pretty much outsource everything that you need to do except for the check-in and, and cleaning. Yep. Yep. So it's great. Uh, Lots of local services for that too. Yeah, there's there's definitely lots of services for that, and we'll we'll have uh, episodes coming up uh, about that as well. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit more about the different uh, the different factors that are involved in calculating those optimal prices. So sure thing. What, what I do, for example, is I have a different price for weekend nights than week uh, weekdays. Yes. I have um, last minute pricing where I quite aggressively lower my prices in the last sort of um, two or three weeks yep. and um, what I always think is that it's best to have the higher higher prices further away from the check-in date does that does that make sense to you yes um, that's actually definitely right and um, you brought up a couple of other sort of good points there um, we we generally see that you know beyond uh, um, we, we look at the probability of booking um, at a certain price at a certain day, um, and so that does change over time. Like you mentioned, further out, usually um, you can kind of, especially on Airbnb, increase your prices, and we will do that, you know, 20-30%. Um, and that captures these folks that are um, probably less price sensitive because they're booking a vacation, say, six months in advance, mm -hmm. um, and they're really focused less on price um, more on you know the facility and everything that it has, um, and doing that doesn't hurt your likelihood of booking. Um, and then, like you mentioned, um, when inventory is getting towards that booking date and it still hasn't booked, um, you can aggressively discount. Now we actually see that happen just in that last seven day window on Airbnb um, because so a there's still a large number of normal bookings kind of in those last two weeks um, right. in most of the cities that we're in. Again, it differs by market. Um, and so that's why kind of like beyond pricing is great is because you know we look at it at each individual market. So some places people book further in advance, right? Say, uh, you know, a lot of beach and ski locations. Um, cities tend to have more last-minute booking. Um, what you want to avoid is, um, is discounting too soon. Um, and because there is this effect where you train the guests to know that, hey, if I just wait 
uh, there will definitely be a place available and it'll be cheaper than earlier, right? Mm -hmm. um, if that happens, then everybody kind of loses. We see the same thing actually kind of in the... Um, in the winter months, uh, where uh, if hotels were to just try to compete against each other and keep lowering prices, the problem is there are far more hotel rooms than there are actually guests coming in uh, in those like low season um, periods. Mm -hmm. And so you get this effect where everyone is driving the price down to you know zero more or less. Right. Um, so. Uh, Hold tight uh, um, and then wait for those last seven days, I would say, um, mm -hmm. on, on discounting or just use Beyond Pricing. Um, and, and that's just, you know, this is kind of what we referred to before, which is this booking curve, right? Understanding when people are booking um, and, and understanding, like, how quickly they should be booking. Um, because a lot of people actually do, um, like I mentioned before, get worried if they're not completely booked up a month in advance, um, I know you have more discipline than that, but others don't. Um, and so one way that people leave a lot of money on the table is uh, to get worried about um, not booking up. Mm -hmm. um, by using Beyond Pricing, you know, am I ahead or am I behind? Right. Um, and so that's kind of a benefit there. That's, um, that's great, it, yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned, too, the sort of weekend. So some of the factors, as you mentioned, um, is... Uh, weekend pricing, uh, seasonal pricing, high season and low season, yep. um, event pricing, major events, mm -hmm. which is demand coming through. Um, and then there's this, across all of this, is this temporal element. So if it's just seven days away, um, decreasing the price. Um, and then one last factor is kind of what we call orphan days. Um, so this is if you've booked up a bunch of days, uh, but then you happen to have this one day that's unbooked between two reservations. Um, right. You're much less likely to book that than if you had a three or four day gap. Um, mm -hmm. And so we discount that day accordingly to make yeah. it more likely that you'll book. That's a, that's a great point. I've been doing that as well. And it's sometimes, yep. uh, yeah, it can be really tough to fill up those little gaps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it needs to, it needs to exactly match the, the days uh, that the that the client wants to stay, yeah, and it's just math, uh, really. I mean, it's um, we look at uh, what w one thing our algorithm looks at is the number of days that people typically reserve, and what percentage of those are for just a single night. Mm -hmm. um, then you can see what you know if you say if you had a whole month open, right? You could capture everything from 30-day reservations to one-day reservations. Right. If you only have one day open, you knock out all those other reservations, and you can only get the one-day reservations. And so the probability of getting that is proportionally low, and then we adjust the price accordingly. Right. Great. Um, is, there, is there anything else that you wanted to mention about the, about the application that we haven't talked about yet? Um, no. I mean, I think... Uh, you know, give it a give it a try. Check it out. Um, we're looking for um, for beta testers in all of our new cities, um, especially ones that um, would like some help, kind of in advance of us launching those cities, because um, we can very quickly kind of look at your profile and give you some suggestions, and it also helps our algorithm learn from it. So uh, feel free to either sign up and connect your account on Beyond Pricing, even if we're not live there. Um, or just shoot us an email anytime. Um, you can shoot me an email or either support at beyondpricing.com or myself, I'm ian at beyondpricing.com. 
Mm -hmm. Great. And we have a, a special offer oh, yes. for uh, our listeners. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, if you, uh, there should be a link also on, uh, if you go to getpaidforyourpad.com, um, there should be an offer there. Um, we're giving all of your listeners uh, a extra um, month free of Beyond Pricing. So we already give everyone uh, one or two months free um, just so that you can learn uh, about Beyond Pricing and you can see its impact. But we're giving an extra um, month free for everyone um, on Get Paid for Your Pad. And hey, guys, what's up? You thought I wasn't here, but I showed up at the end, of course. Thanks for starting the show without me. I really appreciate that. But it's all good. I'm here. And I've come for the sole reason to tell you guys that not only can you access Beyond Pricing from GetPaidForYourPad.com, but you can also enter a referral code that will give you the same benefits, that same one month free. And the code is GP, the number four, YP. That's GP, the number four, YP, and in case you're wondering, that is stand that does stand for get paid for your pad, of course. So, Ian, thank you so much for being our guest. Jasper, thank you for handling the show and letting me slide in here at the at the last minute. Uh, anyways, guys, if you want the show notes from today, you can go to www getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. And remember, you can check out new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And if you guys want to learn more about hosting on Airbnb, check out our book, Get Paid for Your Pad, and you can get that on Amazon Kindle. All right, that's it for another show. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Get paid for your pad. Get Paid for your pet, get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet.